Because to be white in 1963, and I would argue still today, is to have the luxury, the privilege, if you will, of not having to know black and brown truth. You can be oblivious to the reality of people of color and suffer no consequence. Very, very segregated country. Millions of white Americans live in places where they rarely see anyone of a different race. You're listening to Your Neighbor's Hood, a podcast for uncomfortable culture conversations, specifically about race. Do your thing, Christina and Jackie. Whatevs. All right, here we go. Here we go. Okay, so it is Christina. And Jackie. And we are Your Neighbor's Hood. And so what is good in your hood? Oh, dang. I always start with you. You know, you know what? So that way you have to be on it. <laughs> but this time you wrote it down, right? I did. I that's did. so good. I'm looking for it. See? It's like your neighbor's hood at the top. I know, but oh, that's, that's something. a different one. Okay. Yeah, that's something to Your neighbor's hood shit. I love it. <laughs> that's what it's entitled. I swear. I She's sw- always so, the listeners know it's great. She's taking notes on her phone. She's reading stuff. This was my old What's Good in Your Hood. I love it. Oh. Okay, so, well, let's start. Okay, so this week, um, I spent a lot of time not under the weather. This, yeah, because you're this, well, the latter end of the week, which was not fun. Yeah. But. <clears throat> My husband works on Saturday, so I was like, you know what? I don't have him to nag me, so I'm going to do some stuff. But he took my computer. No, he didn't. He was like, you need to rest. You're going to rest. Do I need to move you to the couch? But the beauty of it all is I finished the entire season of House of Cards. That's awesome. Do you like it? I never got into it. I love it. Okay, I should try it. What's terrible is my kids start seeing the end episodes. Not terrible. Are they, like, not for kids appropriate? um, I think the earlier stuff Mm -hmm. is not, but... This season was beautiful. Was it? Okay. Oh my god! I have I'm new words. New Hold on, I'm just gonna say this. I learned ten dollar words. Do you see that? Yeah. So I have a list of words that I learned during yeah. this episode. Um, mandrist. No. Um, yeah. Misandrist is. Oh yeah. What does that mean? Like a person who hates men. Mm-hmm. And Sandry. Ab. Yeah. Abdicate. Okay. What is it? Um, abdicate hard. means to. Step down. Okay. To abdicate a role. To, yep, yeah. To get out of here. I love these. I love new words. I love words. Um, yeah. And mendacity. I don't know what that is. Mendacity is untruthfulness. I think that's like audacity. Okay. Mendacity. Oh. oh. But if you look at how they were used, I was like, that is so gangster. Then that's a good show you know when you learn something. <laughs> I like it. I love it. And, um, on top of that, um, not only did my kids watch a little bit of it, like they they didn't get to see the season, but they uh, were like, "Mom, can you do the recaps? Because I want to know who is who." Like I don't understand. That's awesome. And I started watching telenovelas, oh, and they love it. Look, so if you don't know what a telenovela, oh yeah, what is that? Is that like a Spanish soap? Yes. <laughs> do you know enough Spanish to watch? So I have subtitles, but oh, I can pick oh, up right, on some okay. things. But I love. There's one. On Netflix called uh, Casa de Flores. Yeah. De las Flores. Oh my goodness. House of the Flores. House, House of Flowers. Flowers. Okay. It's so good. It's so telenovela-ish. I'm and the kids the love it. Stuff, so. It's weird. It's, it's, but they love it. It's drama. It's like soaps in okay. Spanish. That's awesome. So, so it's extra cheesy. Extra like. like oh. <laughs> That's awesome. Fun. Oh, it's really funny, actually. I can't think of anything else. I think that's what's, well, that's good. what's good in your hood. You tell me. Okay, so well, this kind of piggybacks off of the, the pet episode. If you have not listened to that, it's really funny. Um, so that was last week, but I was in 
my kitchen cooking, and you know when you're cooking like five or six things, or a couple things on the stove, you're not looking around. So I open the fridge, got something out, and I don't shut the fridge because it just shuts fast, so I just let it shut. So I shut, the fridge shuts, I don't think about it. I go probably 15 or 20 minutes, and I hear this like rustling around, and I hear and I'm like, oh, shit, where is this? Where is my cat? Like, who knows? And I can't, I'm looking everywhere, like feeling so bad because I can't find this. And then Sailor, my other cat, is sitting looking at the fridge. I'm like, no. My cat is not in the fridge. I did not shut my cat in the fridge. She was in the fridge. I open it and she just jumps out and all this food comes flying out. <laughs> and I pick her up and she's like shivering. And I'm like, well, how did I, what did I do? So, that, I mean, that was, like, the highlight of my weekend. That's not really a highlight, but it's sad. I was like, how does my cat, she's jumped up onto the fridge, and then she's been in the fridge. Oh, She got my stuck goodness. in the fridge. How funny is that? Because she's still a kitten, so she's really small. She's, I mean, she's still little, and I, but I was like, they're literally like children. Like, I have to make sure I know where they are. You know what I mean? Because I've yeah. shop, I've shut them in closets before. Because they just don't say anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Until they want out. Yeah. And they want to go in the smallest, tightest space possible. <laughs> well, look, pets. So last week we did the pet episode. Yeah, right. And so while I'm editing and putting the pictures in with yeah. them, so my littlest citizen is over my shoulder. And she's like, oh, looking at the pictures. Oh, they're so cute. Because oh, I had to, like, cut them from the right. article. And she goes, oh, mom, I need Instagram. And she's eight, mind you. Seven. Oh, seven. That's right. Yes. But she's like, they're so cute, Mom. Oh. But she's like, oh, I don't like that cat. I don't like that. Uh, or, you know. She's got opinions. She's got opinions. But she wants, well, can you follow them? So she can go see the dogs and the cats. <laughs> I don't blah, bot or blame her. I follow so many cats and dogs. Yeah, shout out to our listener. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Good Lauren. Girl, Lauren. Good Girl Chronicles because Lauren started following Tuna Melts My Heart. Tuna Melts My Heart, yeah. Tuna, you have to understand, though. Tuna has, like, a worldwide following. He was just at PetCon this weekend, which, again, I, uh, this is funny. We're, we're continuing. This is, like, two... 2.0 for this episode, but PetCon, there was all white people who just made me laugh because it was like birds and pigs and um, dogs and cats and like famous Instagram cats and dogs. Like that's oh what it God. is. And it just made me laugh because I'm like watching it on Insta stories. I'm like, oh my God, there's no people color. <laughs> We really are a little weird about our animals. That's all right. Yeah, no, yeah. but it was, it was really funny. It's a lavish lights. It is. So... Go follow Tuna Melts My Heart. Oh, my gosh. And this dog is so cute. He has a little overbite, and um, the people that run the account are just funny. So Yeah. And they have a calendar that just came out, and I can't even lie. I kind of want it. Because <laughs> he's so cute. This dog is so ugly. Like he's, I saw my, my son was like, like let me see. He's like a shriveled neck. He, he, I let him see. Did, he what did like, he think? He was like, what's wrong with that? <laughs> oh my god. Zara was like, oh my gosh, they made him into a cartoon. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, my god. Because they dressed him up. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. So, anyway, that's that's last week. That's so, if y'all listen to it, go listen to yeah. it. It's, it's cool. People love pets. Yeah, people love pets. People yeah. took, oh, I, I wonder, I forgot to look at the results of our. Um, we took, did a poll, do you let your cats, or do you let your animals eat off your plate? Ooh. Most people said no. You think so? Mm-hmm. And then I remember, I think the other one, do you let your animals sleep with you? Most people said yes. <laughs> we have boundaries. We do have boundaries. Well, speaking of boundaries, we've got some boundaries around our, our Thanksgiving time. Yes, that's right. So as you guys know, Thanksgiving is, well, it'll be tomorrow. 
When does that? Well, no, no, it'll be Thursday this week. Oh, that's right. Tomorrow will be two days around when this airs. Mm -hmm. But um, we really packed in a punch with this episode. Mm -hmm. We uh, talked about, obviously, Thanksgiving, but we tried to do it from a different perspective um, than European American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And kind of talked about our feelings around what it means for us. Yeah. And And what do you do in light of the things that we've learned? Yeah. And how do you look at history from a different way than you've been taught? Absolutely. Uh, I will tell you this, thinking about this episode and preparing this episode, I started um, managing some of my thoughts about some of the things we said, and I came across a statement, and I'm going to say it because I think it's perfect for how I think I'll treat my um, Thanksgiving. Um, It says, gratitude is a temporary emotion, which is something we tend to do during Thanksgiving, but giving is a lasting value. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, I think we sit around the table and we express gratitude. People do that, you know. I was like, but wow. It was a whole study. I actually put the study yeah, in the link sure about was. what people yeah. did to put giving as a value. Yeah. Looking at what have you, allowing people to give more so than yeah. just because it's temporary. You're like, oh, thanks. And then it's gone. But when you give somebody something. It's a way of being. It's a way of living. Yeah. Giving of yourself. And it doesn't have to be monetary. You know, of emotion or being there for someone. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't know that we we, we, we say thanks, but um, then we think of Christmas as a season of giving a yes. Right. But how do we make that a lasting value? Yeah. Because so it's more than just, yeah. Year. I love that. Nah. Well, thank you. I don't know. Thank that yeah. episode for making me think about yeah, that what the heck good. to do with my holiday. Yeah. So sure. I got some stuff I'll do. With, I like share, that. Share this little activity that. I found that I'm going to try out with my family. I love it. Well, thank you. Yeah, guys, tune in. This is yeah, good. Yeah, it's a good one. And let us know. Yeah. Yeah. Tell what us. do you do for Thanksgiving? Yeah, yo. What do you think about this Thanksgiving? What do you think now? What are you going to do now that you've listened to the episode? Yeah. Now that's really all. Yeah. Hope you enjoy. Drop in on our telephone. <laughs>
We have to get used to taping our podcast. I know. We're definitely used to just talking. I'm used to just talking to you, so I forget to look over here. Hey. Okay, go ahead. So we were talking about, so one of the third chapter in this book is just about Thanksgiving and some of the more unknown things and facts about Thanksgiving. Some of the things that we miss in the history of Thanksgiving and the storytelling of Thanksgiving. Of Thanksgiving. And really, you've said you've known some of this for a while. I have to admit, I'm new to most of this. Yeah. I am I know this historical text beyond I, what I learned in high school. Mm-hmm. I never thought to challenge it. So, today we will be challenging a lot of thoughts. A lot of thoughts. <laughs> I, I, when we were researching this together, Jackie was making all kinds of funny faces. <laughs> Cause she's like, oh yeah, oh, I gotta record just you. Just me researching. Just yeah. Just Listen, researching. I'm very animated. I have to. Yeah, you are very. I animated. process out loud. Right. And I just think when we're looking, like, because we we always say stuff comes back to history, it comes back yeah. to history, and back to history. And so then when I start thinking about how history was so manipulated, and in the book, you know, it's like it's. To not get upset, it's easier you to can't just not. Laugh. Yeah, no. Just like this, this is crazy, right? Is this? I mean, like it really is. It is crazy to me in a la- uncomfortable laughing kind of way. The way people, way we've manipulated history, and I'm not, I'm not taking ownership of that because I know better now. But the way history has been manipulated to to create different stories and to do different things, yeah, yeah, to change the perspective of things, and I just it it is like how far it goes. Like I don't know how yeah. far it goes. How well, I think I mean we we're so used to looking at things in one paradigm, right? We're looking from things from one perspective, which is the white perspective, right? right. Um, and so that's how we can jump into this is really the narrative of what you know of Thanksgiving in sixteen twenty in Plymouth Rock. Um, is from, I learned this in the book, a wasp, a white Anglo-Saxon Protestant man perspective. <laughs> so most of, so low in um, the lies that my teacher taught me, um, like he, he reviewed like 16 history textbooks and most of them were written by wasps, white Anglo-Saxon Protestant Tell them, girl, white, white, white Anglo-Saxon Protestant men. Uh, wa- wasp? Wasp. Yeah. White Anglo-Saxon Protestant. Right. I want to write that like right here. I know it's. What I had to memorize this? it like multiple times. I know. So look, we're not saying those people are bad. Like we're just come out and say that. But when you come at history from that perspective, you don't think about perspective. Well, let, let's put it this way. I started trying to think of um, Thanksgiving from the perspective of the Indians. Mm-hmm. That's. I mean. There's a quote here that we that he that Lowen puts. So I I feel bad. I'm going to s- slaughter the name of the Indian tribe, but it's Wamp Wampanoag. Have you heard of that? Yeah. Okay. So there was a um, there was a leader of the Wampanoag tribe that was supposed to was asked to commemorate the 350th anniversary of the Pilgrims' landing. Um, and he gave the truth. I mean, he gave his people's perspective, and he said, however, the speech was not found acceptable because it revealed the facts. The speech began, today is a time of celebrating for you. Remember, this is an Indian speaking. But it is not a time of celebrating for me. It is with every heart that I look upon what happened to my people. 
So that is a bridge into into today's like conversation because we often think of it as from the pilgrim's perspective, mm-hmm. right? We think of they were great, they got along, mm-hmm. they had squanto. We'll get into squanto. The that was the Indian that yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the part that we didn't talk about with squanto. We look at it as oh, the great this creation myth of the white people did great. They came over and they had great relationships. Yeah, when really, reality, it's not the truth. It's not the truth. It's not the truth. And the the problem. That I well, the from what I see is that even the name pilgrim. Mm, yes, <laughs> it's supposed to. I I had wrote that down. Connotate like bravery, leadership, and you. Okay, so we'll get on the word. You made me think of that. So then they had the word settler, right? Um, that there's 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 settlers, and 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 the idea, and this is I never even thought of this. The idea that they had to settle. The land. Look, Indians were already here. Okay, yeah. I'm jumping ahead of myself, but but yeah, what we talked about settlers and with and what and the way we look at history and what's been told and taught to us mm-hmm. from a white perspective, right, is the Indians needed settled. The Indians were savages. Mm-hmm. The Indians were slow, which in all or cases uncivilized. is uncivilized. Not true. Correct. Like if you dive into Native American history, which is the next chapter in the book I'm reading, uh, it's just amazing. We don't. The textbooks don't even spend enough time on Native Americans and the the depth of their communities, and we paint them with this broad stroke. Yeah, I love when and, you say that. Yeah, it's true. And so, why? Because we want to romanticize, is it a word? Romanticize mm-hmm. our history. Um, and so, Lowen always points out the author of this book. He said they're not telling lies because yes, they did become friends in some instances, but, but we omit a lot. Yeah, and I think the omission is. Is where is disgusting. Yes, is where you 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 completely disregard as most things that are European Americanized. Yes, you completely disregard what the other person brought to the table, what they were a part of, how they made your culture. You enhance yes. your culture instead yes. of you always enhancing. And yes. so even when when we talk about. Again, words matter, like you were saying, settlers. When we talk about the word, yeah, savage, uncivilized, pilgrims, that's in quotes, didn't come over here as pilgrims. They came over here as separatists. Yeah. Right? And what do separatists, what do they believe in? Weren't they seeking separation from their church, right? They were trying to... By definition, a separatist is a person who supports the separation of a particular group of people from a larger body on the basis of ethnicity, religion, or gender. They did not forget that they were separatists. Yeah, they knew. That did not... You know what I mean? The the ideology of being a separatist didn't just go away because they came to the Americas where there were people already here. Like, you know what I'm saying? That, That didn't happen by... If we were to think about today's culture, we would, I would say, I know a lot of separatists, mm-hmm. which we now call racist. Yeah. Which we now yeah, so call speaking of that, racist. you made me think of this, and I never even thought of this. This is going to challenge some people today. So I, like I say, stay curious, uh-huh. stay open. Because uh, throughout, so people, the book that I'm reading is saying that the first Thanksgiving was actually overtly racist, or the way that we look at Thanksgiving mm-hmm. is racist, mm-hmm. in, line, in lens of Native Americans. That like hit me at my chest because I love Thanksgiving. Just like you had that good eating. Yeah, I do. Fellowship and fun. Oh, and I love the story. So hearing that uh, really challenged me. Mm -hmm. Um, I just, I don't know. School. So school children are taught that pilgrims kindly shared their food with a few Native Americans whom they invited to dinner. 
That Americans provide shelter, food, and medicine for an uncivilized nah. minority. Nah. And so when we look at this, there's an effect when we tell the story like this. Yes. It, it centers white people. It centers us as the saviors, mm-hmm. it's as, as, as the ones that are enlightened and smart. And then it takes the minority and makes them slow, stupid, and savage. Mm-hmm. Which is not the truth. Which is not different from what we saw in, 19, in the 1960s, right. in the 1950s. Like, this is not... And, it, yeah, it's a paradigm of the white people came here. They had to save the minority. They had to... And then they had to teach them how to behave. Yes. And, again, the truth is, they wanted freedom. And they wanted money. Right. Okay? So, like, I want to be away from these people, and how do I make money? So, let's make some friends. I feel like it was a making of friends to feel like how you can profit from those friends. Mm. Yeah. And that's making really, relationships in order to profit from them. Yep. In order to profit from them. So to me, Thanksgiving is like commemorating this false history. Yes. Yes. <laughs> a, a, like it's a, a, this heritage of doing good. And no, no, it it's weird. It is a celebration of false memory. However, I would challenge that. And I would like to do that after we talk about this, about what, where the... The idea of Thanksgiving being a holiday comes from, and it's not from this pilgrim mm. and Indian thing. Yeah, I don't but, know that. Can tell me that. Yeah. Girl. <laughs> I should know that. So here's the thing. Thanksgiving, the history of these, these I'm saying like the history behind the right. Thursdays and things right. like that. Because I know Abraham Lincoln made it. Right. Um, so d- there was a lady, holiday. I can't remember, she was like an editor or whatever, that lobbied to have a day of, and I'm, I will put it into her particular words because I don't want to, uh, I don't want to mess it up. Um, she wanted a day of annual Thanksgiving to be made uh, a national and fixed union uh, festival. Mm, okay. So she's like lobbying a like, hey, can you do this? Which she had been doing for the past 15 years. Gotcha. She's been asking all these presidents sure. and they've just been like, uh, girl, like, uh, girl, bye. Right. <laughs> like, what are you talking uh, about? Right. You not, know, like, they get it. Right. But the truth is, it's part of it came from George Washington was the first person to claim a a day of Thanksgiving in 1789. So it was Mm. October 3rd, 1789. That's data significant because what um, Abe did was on the same October 3rd. Okay. So prior to that, every state had their own day of thanks, of giving thanks. And they had nothing to do with with. Pilgrims and Indians had their own own day that they were giving thanks, that they were doing their own sort of separation. And so Abraham Lincoln was the first person to literally say, hey, this is what we're going to do, where he I'm going to close the government offices and have a day off. And it said certain departments. Excuse me. And that was in an October 3rd of 1873. So however many years later, from 1789 to 1883, 63. But here's the deal. Like, I had to highlight this because when you look at the proclamation that Lincoln made, Lincoln said, he said, blah, 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 blah. I'm doing that because there's all this stuff before it. He said, I do, this is in reference to having a day of Thanksgiving. I do therefore invite my fellow, fellow citizens in every part of the United States and also those who are at sea, whoop, whoop, sailors, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and those are, um, who are sojourning in foreign, foreign lands to set part and observe the last Thursday of November next as a day of thanksgiving to praise, uh, thanksgiving and praise to our benefit father who dwelleth in the heavens, mm-hmm. to God. 
And I recommend them to, I mean, I recommend to them that while offering up the inscriptions justly due to him for such singular and obedience, uh, deliverance and obedience, they do so in a humble and penitence, I think that's the word, penitence for the national, national preservationist and disobedience to commend his father to the father, tender care involves all those who become widows, orphans, mourners, sufferers, and the laminate civil strife in which we unavoidably engage and fervently implore the interposition of the almighty hand who heals the wounds of the nation to restore it as we may be consistent with the divine purpose to fulfill enjoyment, peace, harmony, tranquility, in union. Like, that was a mouthful. That was only like the last couple oh sentences. Oh my God. They must have given speeches for hours. Yes. But but that was the last couple. But think about what he's saying. That's the purpose that's, of Thanksgiving. That's why he was like, let's make this day. Gotcha. It wasn't about this Thursday stuff. wasn't about the pilgrims and the Indians. Mm, wow. So that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. So that, so where did that come from? So, uh, girl. So speaking of the pilgrims and the Indians, that's where the narrative also has a problem because Squanto is that first guy that helped, mm-hmm. the first Indian that helped. Uh, I don't know what tribe he was from, but so he learned, he spoke English, right? So he was one of the first ones that came. He could speak English. They were excited about that because mm-hmm. they could communicate. What they don't tell is that they're actually, that, that they think that Squanto was captured and enslaved and taken to Spain, Spain yeah. and taught to speak English that way. And then he came back. And found that his whole, yeah, his whole tribe had been eradicated. And that's another part that we don't talk about is um, the diseases that were inevitably brought Girl. here from the English, right? So they eradicated, like, I think it was something crazy, like 96% of the population of Native Americans, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so when there's a huge problem when you see Squanto handing the corn over to the pilgrims and they're all eating... He had been enslaved by European Americans and brought back here. So mm-hmm. we don't, we don't, why don't we talk about Squanto's history and his past and where he came from? Because that's important, yeah. right? Yeah. Because what we do is we whitewash history and we make European Americans okay and good. Yeah, they are okay and good in, in every textbook. That we can't do anything wrong. And so my whole hope with this, our podcast, this book, and this work is that there is, history is complicated, right? Very, very. And you have to acknowledge the bad it doesn't take away from our histories our history and the good but you have to acknowledge the bad because that is dangerous because that sets precedence for where we are today right because here's the deal is that i blame the textbooks yeah (laughs) what you're saying goes back to the same argument that we always have is there is a problem with the way we tell history there's a problem with the way we convey how what our nation truly is and right. what we've actually been through. There's, we know that it's, it's, it is, we've been poisoning ourselves. Yep. Like just drink the poison, history and again, poison. It was written by white Anglo-Saxon Protestant mm-hmm. men. So if you look at what a wasp is, they're going to be, you know, LGBTQ phobic. It's good. You know, because they're Christian. I'm just not putting it down. It is what mm-hmm. it is. You know, they're going to white centric everything. They're gonna, oh, you know, it's, so no wonder our history is the way it is. Yes. There was a guy, and I was, re- I don't know why. It's funny you say that. Yeah. Because as we were sitting here, like, recording, yeah. you talk about my faces. <laughs> so I like to read both sides. So yeah. the people who are like, that. Thanksgiving is great. And then the people are like, fuck Thanksgiving. <laughs> so one guy said in his statement, he said, the pilgrims, 
introduce sexism, racism, anti-lesbianism, wow. and gay bigotry, jails, the class system to these shores. Yeah. One of the very things they did when they arrived on Cape Cod was rob the Wampanoag graves, yep. right? Yes, that's another thing we never talk about. <laughs> and then, but on the other side, you have the, somebody who says, you know, after colonial, colonial militia, militia had returned from murdering the men and women and children of an Indian village, the governor proclaimed the day as a holiday to give a feast and thanks for the massacre. Um, and he also encouraged the colonies to do likewise. In other words, every autumn after the crops grow in, kill Indians and celebrate your murders and feasts. Wow. But the, but here's the thing. Here's wow. the deal about the internet. I don't know if that's true. Right. Because, but it's, yeah. I don't know if that, you know, it's so complicated because we are relying on people who weren't there to tell the real story authentically. Right. Yeah, that's a good We're point. We're relaxed on both sides. Right. So, like, I don't know whether Thanksgiving actually happened. Right. right. Did it actually happen or did somebody make this up mm-hmm. just to... And once it gets passed down, too, how much of it changes. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, and, and it's always... That's why we always say look at the, through the lens of who who is writing the history that you're engaging with. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's why I wanted to flip how I looked at Thanksgiving and look at it from the perspective of a Native American. And yeah. I don't know any. I wish I did. But, um, well, the way we started the quote with that quote from the Wampanoag Indian was he's like, I'm great that you guys are celebrating, but this is not. I don't celebrate. Mm-hmm. This is not celebrating for me. Because what we often don't talk about is that the pilgrims enslaved Native Americans. They stole from them. They robbed their graves. Yes, this happened. And what did I? So I wrote this down because we. So we podcast from Virginia. If anyone from not Virginia is listening, but it says in Virginia, the settlers enslaved and murdered hundreds of Native of Americans. Not surprised. Yeah, yeah. And although they pilgrims treated Native Americans better, they didn't always honorably. And did pilgrims sometimes rob Native Americans' homes and appropriated their cornfields? Conquer, conquest, destroy. Yeah. But, this is- but that's not what you see <laughs> or hear. I, when I was in um, grade school, we used to get the picture of Squanto handing the corn over, and I used to paint, you know. But and then, or even cornucopia, or even I didn't even think about it. We used to make little headbands with headdresses on them. Uh-huh. With we'd cut out the little feathers and put it on. I mean, that was we do our little pilgrim plays uh-huh. where where you're learning one side of history. You are. Again, and it's interesting because, you know, you always talk about perspectives. And from maybe from the pilgrim's perspective, things were better. They weren't as bad as they thought. But but if you leave out an entire voice, an entire mm-hmm. people, and don't include their part of the history and what really happened to them. Yeah. Any relationship is great if it's coming from one side. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a great point. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> take my relationship with my husband. Yeah. Well, he eats, it's all him. It's yeah. all him. <laughs> That's actually really funny. <laughs> and then you oh. talk to Clayton, and it's like, oh, oh God. God. This is way different. <laughs> That's the whole truth. That's the whole truth. When you That's only get one side of it. and Yeah. Yeah. It is, it's completely different. Yeah. Yeah. So it's. It, I feel like Thanksgiving is now, it's, it's a debate over, when you look at, when you try to do your homework on these yes. things, people are debating. They're debating food. Right. They're debating the company. Were the pill? Were the were the natives? Are, were they there? Were they not right. there? And then intent. Right. What was what really? Right. What was the intent? Like we're always debating this. Well, well, guess what? You know this this corn wasn't there. It couldn't. It's just so much to it debate. So much. And now that I'm coming down to it, because I'm always trying to learn and keep my mind open. Mm-hmm. Like what? 
am I giving thanks for then? Like what historically, right? Like what are we, what should I be giving thanks for? Mm-hmm. Does that, I mean, does that make sense? Mm-hmm, it like, makes I'm, sense. I, I have a list of things to be thankful for. Mm-hmm. Now I, I'm saying in regards to American history, am I giving thanks that the pilgrims made it safely, that the pilgrims started this great, I say, unquote, country? Mm-hmm. Um, because now this really shakes to the core of what I believe and do, should I celebrate Thanksgiving in the sense of, of acknowledging the history. <laughs> do you see what I'm saying? Because I'm really like, I'm a deep thinker and I'm thinking, what am I giving thanks for? Yeah. In regards to American history. Yeah. Or maybe you're like Abe and you just want to celebrate your fellow person and celebrate See, I'm God. okay with that. And celebrate <laughs> I like, that's what I'm saying. I love the idea. I try to practice gratitude daily. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, going back to history, I can't celebrate. I can't give thanks to, for the pilgrims. <laughs> they were some pretty fucked up people. Right, yeah. I mean, people are by but nature. People are by up, nature. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But what they did is was not acceptable. Granted, and I will say, again, when I'm listening to um, the, cons- I, I want to say they're conservative side of things. When sure. I listen to, um, when I listen to people on the side of the pilgrims um, or the separatists, because I believe like we shouldn't call them pilgrims. <laughs> When I listen yeah, to folks you. on that, that word before. yeah, when we listen to that, they're like, well, you know, look at where you are. And when we, we could look at that and see people with those biases and people that we would call racist today about, well, we wouldn't be where we are if we didn't do the things we did. Right. Right. Like they want to. But can we say that? Yeah, we wouldn't be where we are. But where could we have been if we could have done things in a cooperative way? Yes. If we could have grown together instead of eradicate, if we could have. um you know, broke bread together instead of massacre. Where would we be? So to say that um, um, that that we should just blindly give thanks to the separatists, it's no, it's not a blind. I can be, it's like my child, I could be very proud of you and also upset with how you yes, did something. Yes, thank you. This is what I'm passionate, this is what I try to tell people all the time because people want to look at America through the rose gold glasses and say exactly what you're saying. Um say that oh but but look at what happened look at the great that's happened but wait let's connect the dots though and you can see it you can see it happening today when we otherize people when we demonize people when they call look if you call someone a savage if you call someone slow if you call someone unsettled it makes it much easier to steal from them and i look (laughs) angry at you but i am not (laughs) yes but i'm angry because i'm connecting dots because it's very easy. It's very easy to take a slave if you look at someone and you say that they're less than, that they're made to do this. And oh gosh, not to make it political, but where is that happening? Oh, again? you're getting upset. I know. I'm crying because it's happening again. Yeah, it's happening again. The powers that be, and I, we won't take it to politics, but y'all pay attention. Get woke. It, when that happened in, in Germany, I'm, yeah. this is Thanksgiving, but we otherized people. We called them, and people say, oh, jokes don't matter. Jokes. Jokes. Well, nowadays they're everything because it shapes people's and words matter. So, so when we say that an Indian was a savage, and I get all upset about it, I'm not a snowflake. (laughs) I'm just saying that I maybe I am that I'm a proud snowflake, but I can connect the dots and see the danger in otherizing human beings. Yeah. And making Native Americans seem less than the settlers, that they were somehow savage and not smart. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting is the people that would say that, I guarantee you, have not read a book on Native American history. Yeah. 
The book, I mean, we, we, yes, they have the American textbook oh, that they got at their school. There you go. Right, right. Where and the, the book that that I'm reading, this Lowen author points that out. He says that they don't. The next chapter is on Native Americans completely, and he he says like we didn't get into the depths of their culture, and that actually a lot of the so a lot of the way that we set up our government was based on Indians. Yes, they think that some of. They can't prove it for sure, but they, they look at some of the hierarchy and some of the tribes and the way that they ran things. And we took some of our government from there. Girl, we don't talk about that. <laughs> so we're, this is a great episode. It's true. Because, listen, so I'm bringing it back to yeah. why we said, okay, back to the Thursday thing. Because, again, there's two, two debates here. The settling of the Americas and the celebrating of Thanksgiving. Yes. So did this actually happen, this thing of of settling Mm -hmm. and why the hell do we celebrate really? So if we look at government, right? And what government does, FDR Mm -hmm. changed. Cause remember, remember I said Lincoln said the last Thursday of the month. Yeah. Thanksgiving is now on what Thursday? Oh, second, right? The fourth, fourth, fourth fourth Thursday. FDR changed it. He did? He he changed it. He he's like, hey, if we have Thanksgiving, because we're talking about the why, the fuck, mm-hmm. what the yeah. if we have Thanksgiving on the fourth Thursday of the month, guess what? That's near the end of the month. Sometimes that's the last day. And we don't want to cut out shopping time for Seriously? Fucking right. Yes. Oh my god. Especially, right. It's gonna take away shopping time for Christmas. And they were already trying to have some economic recovery at that point. Okay, we're wow. talking about in the 1930s right. and 40s, like, you know, like, we already are going through some stuff. And so when he did that, he changed He changed um, Thanksgiving, which is supposed uh, to be this day of yeah. peace, love, harmony, tranquility. He, when he changed it to the, fourth, um, to the fourth Thursday, only 32 states were like, yeah, we'll go with it. The rest of them, <laughs> 16 states were like, what that shit? No way. And for two years and two days, Thanksgiving was <gasps> celebrated. At two different times. I had no idea. Yes. What year so, was that? So it took hold on, it took it took Congress. Wow. Congress in um, 1939 um, was like, no, damn it. This does this sound familiar like today? Yeah. Congress was like in 1939, they were like, no, it's gonna be the, the last day. But then um, the Senate ended up amending it and Congress was like, okay, yeah, we'll go along with it. So think about oh my God. the discord between government, how right. government is set up, right? right. One person's like the con- Congress is like, okay, yeah, sure. No, we're going to do it the last right. day. F you, president. Right. Which was probably an opposing party. The Senate is like, damn that. We're going to do it this day. And so we were divided. All of this comes down to how, you know, government, states, how we view this day really depends on where you live. Right. Too. Absolutely it does. It we actually, say that all the time. Your neighborhood. What neighborhood It, it depends on where you live. And you were t- saying how I knew stuff. That's only because I had a girl who was Indian that went to high school with me. Exactly. I mean, and this is why I'm a proponent of diversity because for me, and I don't feel bad. There, look, there's no point in beating myself up for mm-hmm. not knowing this stuff. But I was just surrounded by my friends and family um, who were white Protestants, actually. Yeah. So, of course... I wasn't going to hear any other history. I didn't even know to challenge the history because no one around me could give me a different perspective. <laughs> and if, oh, wow, we don't have a lot of Native Americans around us or left, then no, you're not going to hear a different perspective. No, you won't. And I would love to. If there is a person who is yeah, a Native seriously. that is listening, wants to reach out. please come chitter-chat with us. Like, please that do. would be... Because some people believe Thanksgiving is about Macy's. Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. Some people That's believe true. it's about the food. 
Some people believe it's just another time to travel. Yeah. Some people celebrate. So what do you their, do? Girl, I just, one, we don't really say Thanksgiving around here. We mm-hmm. just like, um, we're having a family get together yeah. because it's a day off. Yeah. I don't know. And I'm like you, where I'm at a point because of the things that yeah. I know. I don't know when celebrating. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay. Like, if I have a bottom line, it's like, like, I feel like I've said everything I could say about it more, mm-hmm. but I don't know what I'm celebrating. Well, what do you want to, what do you want to celebrate? And I think that's what it boils down yeah. to is now creating your own sense of you. You have control over what your world looks like, mm-hmm. what you celebrate, how you celebrate, what do you want to. Is it for celebration? Because for some people, that's like, I don't care. I'm just waiting for Black Friday. Mm-hmm. And no one's really wrong. We're wrong when we lie to ourselves about the history. Yes. And, and 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 don't want to engage with it. Yeah. And, and engage in a different view than the one that you were brought up with. Mm-hmm. Because that is, again, like we said, wasps were the ones that yeah. wrote most of our history textbooks. So... You know, if this is triggering to you, then then that's yeah. a problem in the yeah. sense of, and if you're not willing to stay open and stay curious, because that's where the danger can happen. Mm-hmm. I think if you're not even willing to engage on that, I think because for me, it's just when I'm trying to, because everything is white centric and I'm being woke to that now, when I'm thinking about Thanksgiving from a different perspective, it's hard to be grateful. You know what I'm saying? It's, mm-hmm. it's hard because Native Americans, this was their country before ours. And, mm-hmm. and it shows me Thanksgiving to me is is whitewashing everything. And it's it's putting your Europeans Ameri- as the ethnocentric of the center world. of everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's hard to be grateful for that. It, but is it okay to be grateful for the fact that you know that you're getting closer and have an like appreciation that. for what you know to be closer to the truth? Yes. Because I don't know that we'll ever know the whole truth. No, you're right. And I mean, look, I, I am a patriot above more than anyone, not more than anyone, but I am a patriot. I love my country. Mm-hmm. And I think people could hear this and think that, yeah, could, I could hear people saying, well, history is complicated. And yes, yes it, it is. Yes, it is. Very. But I think I see my job as, um, as a reporter on this podcast is to open minds. Because what ha- it, it doesn't just start with Thanksgiving. Again, if I'm connecting the dots, it's the way it's, for me, what I'm pulling out of this is the otherizing of other minority groups and what historically this country has done to minorities. Yeah. And yeah. how what we've done to them and then how we've not continued to not listen to them. How mm-hmm. how we can still as white people be um have the privilege enough to not even think about the Native Americans' perspective. Yeah. We don't Other. even have to think about it. Other than from a textbook. From a textbook, and, but you're not getting the real thing from the mm-hmm. textbook, you know. Yeah. Um, so I can say, yes, I could celebrate Thanksgiving in the sense of now that I know, yeah. I do. And I am grateful that I have resources uh-huh. and my podcast to talk and, and learn. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can, and even I more. celebrate that. You can I celebrate. Can. I mean, there is a way. Giving thanks does not have to have a historical context That's on true. it. Like that's something that we talk about in being gratitude and Absolutely. having gracious and being gracious about things. The, the gratitude attitude, like that, is something that I don't need history to tell no. me that that is okay. Right. And I am grateful for the fact that I do live in America, where I could say I can choose yes. how I celebrate this day. Yes. Yeah. No one acknowledge yes. that. Yes. hundred percent. Yeah. Because I'm not trying to sound like that. I'm not trying to sound like I don't love America. I don't love how we started. And I understand that, of course, we're living in an imperfect nation. But there is something to be said for examining history yeah. and the untold parts of history. And there is something to be said for walking forward with the 
closest to the truth that you can possibly yes. get. Yes. And that requires you sometimes to get into other people's backyard. Yes. It all comes back to your neighborhood. <laughs> right? It, it does. It, it requires you because oral history, history, written history, all these things rely on things, some one thing that is very fallible yes. and perfect, and that's humans. Yes. Right? Um, Good point. There are a lot of great things that we have done. There are a lot of great things that we will do as a country, mm-hmm. but we are not without flaw. Mm-hmm. Our history is not without flaw. And when you blindly follow our history yeah. from what you're being given, that's when it becomes a problem. a problem. What did you say as a reporter? You're told to even question your mama? Yeah, yeah. I was told in, co- in college, like, don't even fact check your mama. Fact check your mama, right? And that that is where it is. Till you get to the closest truth that that you can get to. And maybe, maybe that's not close to reality. We don't know. Like, we don't know. There's so many yeah. stories that you can conjure up or you and, can live but up. But that is something in this book that I love too, is that's the point though, is he he points out that the textbooks do such a poor job. They say this is history, this is the way it is, instead of teaching people, and I feel like we are trying to do this in our podcast is to critically think. Yes. So instead of putting history as, okay, it's this is what happened, here's all these dates, memorize them, he puts in his book, like, this may have happened, this happened, this is open for interpretation. That's a better way. I can have a dialogue. I think that's better for me. That's a healthier way to engage with history. That is a healthier way to engage to with history. To critically think about it and ask questions and say, well, what's what was the what was the intent of the pilgrims? You know what I mean? Like I think I think a lot of I know the way I was raised that they because I was raised Christian, it was when we hyper focused on the religion aspect of it, and they were Christian, they were pure, that was there. But can we broaden our minds and say <laughs> they enslaved Native Americans? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So can we broaden the history and 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 kind of broaden the scope like the the lens through which we look at this instead of just looking at it small mm-hmm. and say oh there's other parts of who these people were other parts to what they did you know what i mean yeah. like instead of looking at it through one okay it's like <laughs> i was like thinking about if i believed looking at my parents from the lens of me when I was two yeah. and saying that's the only way that I will ever <laughs> oh, see them. Oh, thank God. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or as a teenager or, yeah. Whatever that is, is taking one spot in your life and only viewing your parents yes. that way forever yes. and saying that's that that's okay. That's what that's okay. To do with history. Yeah, like we, we can't. this is, we look at it from a white perspective. Then we look at it from a religious perspective, if that's who's writing yeah. the books. Uh, and then we don't open it up to say, and that's another thing that he talks about is this word called hero Herofification. I love that word. Yes. And I've never heard of that, but it's this idea that we look at our heroes as one dimensional people, right? Yep. As infallible. Infallible. And they did these great, like we don't talk about um, Thomas Jefferson owning slaves and probably raping slaves and, you know, and all that, right? Because that's not fun to think about. It's not fun. It's not fun to think about. And I think what he says is, you know, it's, doing a disservice to society when we can't look at the people in history as complex, mm-hmm. good and bad people, right? Because isn't that a narrative within all of us? Yeah. Christina is very good. She does many good things. There's also a very ugly side to Christina. Amen. Yeah. You know, and the, oh, I'm not aiming in that no, because no, no, I think no, you're no, ugly. But, but yes. But yes. The, I could say the same with you. Absolutely. You, can say you know, same. and so history is the same way. I think you can have the puritanical pilgrims who were trying to, the separatists who were trying to escape. But then you could also have 
the people that were enslaving Native Americans, right? Mm-hmm. It's very hard for, I think it's hard for us to think in shades of gray in America, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to history. We want to think of things as, as set dates. And when we learn history that way, you we treat it as facts when, yeah. when we don't. We don't know because in, unless in even modern day, hello, yeah. how much are we questioning what's true, what's oh, false? How so many, true. how much do we, we see video right. of something and then question the reality right. of that? Right. You can get so many narratives from things. Fake news. <laughs> I mean, sorry. <laughs> I no, but yeah, you yeah. get so many near even now history. We yeah. we we see that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just like, just remember that that we are now celebrating Thanksgiving. Yeah. On the fourth. Yeah. Fourth Thursday of the month. Dropping that on there, I had no. Just idea. I mean, I'm just saying to think about the why, why we're doing this, why we're talking about this. Yeah. We're celebrating Thanksgiving on the fourth Thursday of the month. Because of the Great Depression. Thank you very much. The Great Isn't Depression. That's so funny. Because, I had no idea. because FDR is like, but think about it. What's more American than that? It's it setting it up for economic growth. I know. Well, now, even now, I think what's funny is that um, <laughs> like they open stores on Thanksgiving. Yes. You notice that? What, what's more American than, do it, than yeah, capitalism? capitalism. <laughs> so why we're having it on the 4th does not have to do with any day that anybody no. sat down and eat. Oh it has to do with we need to surge this economy because it's going through the depression. Oh um, but what actually happened long, long ago, we have no freaking idea. That's so interesting. <laughs> we, no, we don't. And, and right, no, we don't. And, man, I learned a lot from this episode. Yeah. Right? I'm really, I'm really. I'm processing stuff in this episode. Me too. Same thing as you're speaking. I'm like just what like, what I yep. believe and yep. like what I'm going to do. And yeah. so I don't even know if I have a so what now, like, because I feel like I'll get back to you. No, I mean, I, you <laughs> really? know, well, yeah, you know, no, there's nothing like, wrong with that. I don't, I don't know if I can go as far to say as I don't want to celebrate mm-hmm. yeah. Thanksgiving, you know, but then it's now that I've tried to look at it from a different lens. I'm kind of shook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get you. So I would say my so what is, is like, um, Nothing new. We know that our right. past is very um, um, colorful. Right. As much as what you said, we want it to be in black and white. Um, but with, I will say this before I do my now way is that you made me think that I'm sure that there were separatists that were like, holy shit, this stuff is wrong. Yeah. That's <laughs> I mean, just, point. just like, yes. you know, just because Absolutely. you're with a group of people Absolutely. doesn't mean you co-sign on all their bullshit. No, no. Um, yeah, that's, that's like my kids. Like, I'm with them, but I don't co-sign and all that crap. <laughs> they go off and do stuff, and I'm like, I didn't teach them that. Oh. You know, but but I just know that 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 we are human. <laughs> you know, we, yeah, you know, we, we, yeah. there were human human people on both sides, yes. right? Some were were for whatever. Some were down for were not down for whatever. So yeah. it is it is important that we understand, like you said, that history is complicated. That's yeah. what I get. Okay, so that would be mine. I would say that my takeaway, well, the so what is that we know this, and I'll say it over and over again: that mm-hmm. history and studying history matters. But I think we need to learn to admire major historical figures for all that they are. Right? We need to look at history for all that they are without skipping over their major flaws. Mm-hmm. True, true that, true that, you know true that, I mean? that, like that, without, that. Like without, and being able to sit in the fact that, yes, that the even the Christians that came over here did some really effed up stuff. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't make America a bad country. It doesn't make our beginnings. Yes, it's, it's, let's look at this. It's complicated. Yeah. There's good in the beginning of our, of our country, and then there's some really bad. 
But what happens is, and this is what this whole episode is dedicated, is we don't talk about it. And it keeps going. And it keeps going, and we don't talk about the other side of the history of what we did to the Native Americans, Mm -hmm. of what their perspective and their thoughts on Thanksgiving are. Yeah. So. I would love to get their thoughts. So now what? Man, now what? Now what? Well, think about things. Think, be open, stay open, stay curious, Mm -hmm. and and try and accept that uh, history can make you uncomfortable. Yep. And it can rock, and it can it can rock what you thought you knew. Because I know it did for me. I never thought of history. How did your family? How did you celebrate Thanksgiving anyway? Yeah, I mean, we just did the very traditional stuff. I mean, but when I was little, we always had the stupid plays, and we would, you know, like we would. I mean, really, and and didn't even think about Squanto and and the Native Americans ever. Their mm-hmm. stories were never incorporated. Uh, and then we would all get together, and not, but we wouldn't talk about the history. Yeah. It was just kind of like, you know, it's like anything, how things just get passed down and you stop questioning why mm-hmm. you do it in the first place. So I think there wasn't, I think that would be a now what for me too, is like be intentional with your holidays and be intentional with what you celebrate and why. And yeah. just think about it. Yeah. Not asking people to protest every holiday and have a, no, no, but dig into why you celebrate what you celebrate. And I think I'm doing that more now is because I'm married and have a house and you know what I mean? And, and, and I can, I want children. So I want to think through how I teach them these yeah. things, you know, um, and I didn't before. So Yeah, I would say that's my now what too is, is what I've learned is that I have the luxury and, um, and the right yeah. to establish how, what customs, courtesies and traditions go on in my house. Mm-hmm. And that is a beautiful thing. That is, that's America it is. in its own right. So whatever you decide to do, Whatever I decide to do will always be in line with what I value, yes. right? And yes. so, and you're whether, figuring that out. Yep. you're always always that out. always reshaping it, always deciding. Even with Christmas, yeah, you know, you we have open conversations about um, my struggle with faith, my struggle with my own mentalness, with with you know, with my own family and mm-hmm. things, but. I get to shape what I value. You get to shape, yeah. And it does not have to be, it doesn't have to be tradition. As a sailor, <laughs> I know that even the Navy used to have a, one of their core values used to be tradition. And they were like, you know what? Tradition wasn't so good for us. They took wow. it out. Wow. The Navy is super progressive. I, in some aspects. <laughs> Sorry. In if you can aspects. see it. I rolled my eyes. What? No, they no, are. They've had very. good pop. Anyway, that's very. That's a whole other thing. But I realized too, if the military can say, you know what, having tradition is a core value. Uh, as we look at our tradition, it they isn't aligned with us. Yeah, it, yeah. it did serve us at the time, but we are constantly trying to grow. It is a cyclical process. Well, we, we actually, it isn't even cyclical. We're not trying to chase our tails and go in circles. We're trying to move forward. So, what does it look like for us to walk? closer towards progress, closer towards mm, what's good for good. all. So, so we got to drop the word tradition yep. and go with honor, courage, and commitment. I love and it. so, you know, like, and that's okay to but do. I love what you said, walking toward what does progress, progression look like, yeah. even if it's baby steps, yep. even if it's crawling. And I think, I think that's what we're trying to do with this podcast. Hey, man. So have your sweet potato pie. Ooh. Have your pumpkin pie and your turkey, your stuffing and your cranberry sauce. Eat it up, eat it up, eat it up. That was beautiful. And thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So whatever it is you do, yes. whether you're looking forward to Black Friday shopping, yes. be or, grateful. Yeah, yeah. Grateful. There's so much to be grateful for because this is America. Don't get you. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Guys. I know. 
safe travels to you as you yes, go I'm home. Going home. Yes, and I will be right here with a house full of people. Which is something we're grateful for. Amen. Yep. All right, so. Stay curious and, and open. Yes, I love it. Do you love that she says that? I stay open. Because you can't do this work without it. True that. Look, if you're curious, you also have to stay open. Yes. Actually, I would say most of this work is being open. It yes. is. And when you do all your curiousness and your openness and you're not happy about it, still try to make it a great day. And we'll catch you guys next On the flip week. side. On the flip side. <laughs> bye, y'all. Oh, bye. <laughs> I forgot they're over there. <laughs> oh, my God.